Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. Sign up to The Economist for in-depth curated expert analysis of world events and topics ranging from business and culture to science and technology. You'll get the weekly digital edition, online-only articles, curated newsletters on politics, the markets, science, culture and China, and full access to The Economist Podcast Plus. The Economist is independent journalism for independent thinking. Go to economist.com and get your first month free. This is a Rogue Media Network podcast. Today on KWTX at Fort Texas-based magician Giancarlo Bernini introduces us to the magic world following his big win on the TV show Penn and Teller Fool Us. And attention podcast lovers, we have a new segment starring soon where we go in-depth with the people behind podcasts. Plus the latest scam to look out for, how to protect yourself from cryptocurrency schemes all coming up. KWTX at 4 starts now. And thanks for joining us. I'm Justin Early here with First Alert Meteorologist Camille Hawksworth. And we're beginning right now with some news from across the pond. Earlier today, Buckingham Palace announced that King Charles III has been diagnosed with cancer. As a result, he'll be stepping back from public-facing duties while undergoing his treatment. A royal source says it is not prostate cancer, but did not elaborate further on the diagnosis. And this news comes after the 75-year-old monarch underwent a procedure for an enlarged prostate last month. But he's in good spirits. He's going to fight this, of course, and take time that is needed to heal. It's interesting, though, because this comes at a time when several of the royals who do have a lot of public duties are kind of taken out of the game. We know right now Kate Middleton, of course, right. Kate uh, has been uh, dealing with her own health issues. She's not able to do anything. Mm -hmm. uh, of course, Harry and Meghan have come to the U.S. and also Prince Andrew, you know, pulled back as well because of his kind of scandal in the background. So there's a lot uh, of things that need to be done and not as many royals to do them. Right yeah, now. so does that mean that the responsibilities fall on other members or is there grace in that they don't have to do some of those? I think we'll see some other folks working overtime, sure. you know, and maybe some other extended folks, extended members of the family could, uh, you know, there were those two nieces who were they uh, Fergie's remember Fergie's daughters uh, maybe they'll Eugenie and something else maybe they'll come, is there a come Caroline? back in. I feel like maybe there is maybe so yeah maybe so. they'll bring them in and have them do a little something and <laughs> it's a big family they'll figure that out we do wish him well with this help we do absolutely let's get to our daily for today so as expected women dominated the 66th Grammy Awards last night for memorable performances to top honors of the night, of course, Trevor Noah hosted did pretty well. Billie Eilish won Song of the Year and also Best Song for Revisual Media for What uh, what Was I Made For from Barbie, of course. You remember that kind of sad, slow song from Barbie. Uh, Victoria Monet, she won three Grammys, including Best New Artist. That's her there. Then SZA also won three Grammys, including Best R&B Song. And then two of the night's big winners offered quite a bit of perspective uh, with their uh, acceptance speeches. Miley Cyrus, whose massive hit Flowers won Best Solo Pop Performance and Record of the Year. Uh, and then Taylor Swift, who used her winning speech for Best Pop Vocal Album to announce her new album. So you remember last night she said, in the middle of the Grammys, I'm going to drop a bomb that, hey, 
where I'm doing a new album. It is called The Tortured Poets Department. Great name. And if you've seen on Instagram kind of what it's about, it looks like it's going to be a pretty good one. And she came back to the stage to accept her uh, fourth album of the year trophy, which is a Grammy record. That's four times. No one else has done that before. And some great performances, too. Tracy Chapman uh, and country star Luke Combs sang uh, Tracy Chapman's very well-done song, Fast Car. It was really a, kind of a touching, beautiful moment. I love that. And then I thought Miley's um, acceptance speech was great. Uh, she, I did not realize she hadn't won one before. When you said that, that was her first mm -hmm. Grammy win. I also didn't realize that was her first one. Yeah, she was really... Um, she was so genuine and sincere and, and grateful in her, just very gracious in her acceptance speech. And she told a story with uh, Mariah Carey was there with her. She had Mariah stay right by her. She said, it's MC next to MC, uh -huh. Mariah Carey, Miley Cyrus, about um, a little boy who wanted to catch a, uh, a butterfly. Mm -hmm. And he couldn't catch it. He's like, okay. Well, then, as soon as he gave up, the butterfly landed on his nose. And she said that this was her butterfly, her, her Grammy. Yeah. After all the time she'd spent singing in her long career. And so she's gone she got through a lot of life. And her voice has really, I feel like these women that are, are winning all these awards now, their voices have matured. Um, and so I feel like yeah. they're really kind of getting into their own of like, yeah. this is going to be their, like, their time sure. to shine for sure. Well, and as a songwriter, you know, you have so much living to draw from when, right. you, when you write. And I'm not sure what her involvement is in the writing of Flowers. You need to look and see, but uh, it's a great song. And so we're glad for all of them and happy that they uh, got some good winners last night for sure. Let's get to number two in our Daily Four. Well, we love travel here, and Southwest Airlines has unveiled plans for a revamped cabin. Take a look at this. The refresh, that's quotes there, refresh will affect new aircraft deliveries starting next year. Among the new features passengers can expect on future flights, here they are, Justin, ready? Okay. Multi-adjustable headrest. What do okay. you think about that? That's good. That's like a good that. one. That's good. Cushions, mm -hmm. personal electronic device holders, in-seat power ports. Yes, absolutely. That's those. a good one. And larger overhead bins. Good. You like that one too? Overhead bins for sure. Oh, I know. Oh, they're always fighting for that goodness. space there. But um, Southwest employee uniforms will also get a makeover as well. Mm -hmm. um, I don't know if they've revamped those in quite some time, but mm -hmm. um, I feel like all of the airlines, they have really nice uniforms. So I'll kind of see like, I can't wait to see what they look like, the new ones. It's always such a great moment. You know, you think about like the days of travel when flying was such like an elite kind of thing to do in yeah. the 50s and 60s. Um, and it's really fun to see those flight attendants walk through the airport at DFW from other countries. And they are so formal and so beautiful and elegant. It's like a cool travel experience yeah, you know, to see them look, look all fancy. Well, it always makes, you know, I feel like nowadays we like go onto planes and like we wear oh, yeah. our sweats and stuff. Right. And it always like, I'm like, oh, I want to be comfy until I see a flight attendant. Then I'm like, man, I should have dressed a little stylish. bit better. Well, they're going to work and hopefully right. they're not having to go to work. Uh, but no, I'm, I've gotten down to where I'm just like, I will wear whatever can come off as easily as possible. The shoes, for, you mean? For shoes, no belt, just like no drawstring, <laughs> yeah. you know, just like shirt, t-shirt, no metal of any kind. Yep. And so, uh, so yeah, it, it's, it's, we, we've downgraded in the wardrobe department for our flights. It's, it's okay. It's so it's funny okay. because I feel like we all pride ourselves on how yeah. fast can we go through the metal detectors in the machines. Yeah. I don't know about you, but I'm like, do, 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 do. I'm I, ready to I, go. I can tell you do. And I'm always buying the person yeah. that has the belt on, has the shoes that you have yeah. to unzip and unbuckle. And right. like, so I don't know, like, I feel like, you know, maybe they're dressed a little bit better than me. I, I don't know, but I always feel like I just try to pride myself on how Getting fast I can quickly. get through security. I, knowing <laughs> you, I bet you've got a really good formula down. Like what, what goes on the conveyor belt first? Okay, so it's so obnoxious, but. I knew she would tell you. No, okay, you have to unzip, you have to have your electronics ready to go because yeah, I feel right, like you're fumbling right. around electronics snacks backpack oh and then your carry-on 
Uh, and then your shoes. Shoes last. Yeah, because when you get to the end, yeah. you get all the other stuff, and then, well, I don't know, maybe I should re maybe I should put maybe shoes first. Maybe shoes go first next Because then I always just take my shoes and I just slide them back on and then right. we go. It's easy, it's <laughs> yeah. easy. I think it's a good formula, yeah. But good to see a little freshen up by Southwest. We like to see our airlines <laughs> yeah. doing, you know, always doing bigger, better. better Makes things. me want to wear nicer things to the airport. <laughs> yes, we'll look fancy next time. That's number three in our daily four. And this is crazy. I mean, is this a while? Believe it or not, the government of South Korea has had to issue a warning to its citizens. Don't eat fried toothpicks. Yeah, there's the warning. People in South Korea are eating fried toothpicks and it's become a viral trend. Now these toothpicks are not wooden like the ones we use in the US. They're not even plastic. They're made of starch. Um, the South Korean Ministry of Food and Drug Safety though said the toothpicks, which resemble mini green curly fries when you cook them, have not been verified as safe to eat. So are they made of starch? Yes, does it mean they're good for human consumption? No. In fact, they only meet the country's standards as a hygiene product. And that food trend went viral after videos surfaced on social media showing people frying up those little green sticks and adding seasoning like powdered cheese. I mean, I'm sorry, I just don't understand why. I mean, I guess someone put two and two together and thought, oh, this is made of starch, it's edible. Well, it doesn't mean it's good. That's why covering just, it in powder. Yeah, is that the food hungry? situation that bad? Like, do so you have I to go to wonder, toothpicks? I don't believe so, you know, <laughs> uh, but I think it's, you know, it's like, when it was like Tide Pods like 10 years ago, was that 10 years ago? Oh, Tide, Tide Pods, Pods yeah. Oh, why viral trends, why? No. Don't eat toothpicks, don't eat them here for sure. Don't yeah. eat toothpicks. Period. Especially because we don't think we have them made out of starch, no, do we? No. Like they're more no, wooden. They're plastic or wood. Well, yeah, or plastic too. Yeah. Don't you hate it when you get like a, a sandwich and a little piece of toothpick breaks off in there? I don't think you I've ever had that happen to me, knock on wood. Experience. Yeah. You do not want that to happen, like splinters in your mouth. You've had that happen, yeah. Justin? As a kid, I'll never forget it. As a kid, oh yes, yeah. that's traumatizing. Ooh, it was rough, Ooh. yeah, it was scary. <laughs> Let's move on to something happier, number four in our daily four. Well, if you're struggling this Valentine's Day, Heinz is offering a solution. The company has released an emotional support ketchup bottle. <laughs> yes, that is correct, an emotional support ketchup bottle. The 14 ounce glass bottle comes with a silicone cap an adjustable nylon strap and custom stickers. Some might think of it as a response to the Stanley Cup craze, but <laughs> this emotional support ketchup bottle is available. You can get it for you or someone that you know for a limited time on Amazon, and you can take it with you wherever you sure want to go, and you can make it your very own with those stickers. <laughs> okay, I mean, if you're a really big fan of ketchup and they don't ever have ketchup where you go, then yes, do it for the emotional support and the, and the flavor. Yeah, well, and, and especially flavor. if you love to douse ketchup on everything. Oh, yeah, for sure. You know, speaking of ketchup, uh, Burger King will announce its million dollar Whopper contest. Mm. That is a contest in which customers can submit their own ingredients for a classic sandwich um, that made its debut in 1957. Whoa. As you can tell from the title of the contest, the winning entry will indeed get $1 million. Right now there are more than 2,000 possible, um, possible customized combinations for Whopper, but you or an applicant can choose up to eight possible toppings hmm. um, to make your dream combination. The Dream Whopper is confirmed. Customers can submit their recipe and they will get an AI preview of their creation. That's mm -hmm. kind of cool. Okay, like yep. that, like that. Okay. And then, yeah, and then after that happens, that it can be beefed up with a little jingle and a background um, to kind of bring your Whopper creation to life. And of course, the deadline, you want to know that, because I know you're going to enter Justin, mm -hmm. right? <laughs> Is yes. March 17th. So, you know, you can make your combination, yeah. literally a million dollar winning combination there. Really? Yeah, I think, you know, the, the flame broiled taste of the Whopper, like that's what it's known for. I do enjoy them. Um, I th what can you, can you put with that to make it, to complement it, what do you think would be a good flavor profile? 
You're asking? Okay, no. well I love jalapenos. I was gonna say. On my burger. Yeah. And I like blue cheese. Okay. I don't know if that's a possible topping uh, option. You can do whatever you want. You've got eight choices, eight, eight mm -hmm. things. What else? I'm thinking, okay. I'm thinking the sweet, the sweet spicy thing. Yeah. Sweet and spicy yeah. is a thing. So maybe like kind of like a get some tahini in there, maybe some, you know, tahini. I like on that. Like, you know, even some of those banana peppers or something like that. Or That's jalapenos. good for me. I love anything with spice on a burger. <laughs> yeah. Some Doritos, someone said, or or like Fritos would be good. Maybe. Oh yeah, like that's such a good combo. Like um, yeah. you know, Onions. they always say put your crunch on there too. Put your crunch. Yeah. Get your crunch on yeah. There. yeah. So we're gonna between us, we're gonna get something pulled together. We should. This has been a Rogue Media Network production.